0: Hey everyone, my name is Alex Safranis and I'm a marketing analyst at IBM. Today we're sitting down with Connor Skelly, who is the director of marketing at Brightfield Group. And we're going to talk a little bit about marketing analytics, what Connor does in his job as a marketing director, and what are some suggestions we can give to people who are looking to enter into um, these kinds of roles. What are the skills they can develop? and? some of the resources they can look into. So with that, Connor, welcome. Hey Alex, thanks for having me.
1: Yes, I am the marketing director for Brightfield Group, which is the leading market research firm for CBD and cannabis industries. It is a startup and uh, it's been a lot, a lot of fun uh, to work in with this company. Um, Just a ton of smart people working on a small team, just getting a lot of different things done.
0: That sounds really exciting. so why did you decide to work at a startup doing marketing give us a little background
1: so i started my career in a very big company one that we both worked at uh, axiom a global marketing data company and that was a great first job i had learned a ton of different things uh sitting in on executive executive strategy meetings um to like working on campaigns and um Ad optimization and different things, grading like that. So all different ends you know, of the of the marketing spectrum. And after that, I mean, even though I was pretty, you know, low in the ranks uh, of the team, um, I, I did want to have more autonomy and more of a say in how marketing is run at a company, and just be able to throw my hat in the ring on just any kind of decisions um, and have my voice be heard. So. Um, I had worked for a smaller company after that, um, larger companies can just have more bureaucracy and red tape, which can happen naturally. Um, but I would worked for a smaller company after that and then moved into full-time freelancing, which is where I really learned what autonomy looks like. And then now I'm with, uh, I'm with Brightfoot Group. So leading a a small marketing team of two, just doing a ton of different things.
0: Yeah. It sounds like at any startup you wear a lot of different hats and yours are definitely in the arena of marketing. Mm -hmm. So... I want, to, I want to learn a little bit more about the distribution of tasks in your job. What I mean by that is, how much time do you spend doing analytics versus perhaps strategy or uh, even creative, actually creating the content that people see related to marketing?
1: Right. So uh, I do have someone on my team that uh, she's primarily the one that creates the content. Uh, she'll do social um, and she, she manages all that. Uh, I spend probably about
0: uh, like
1: 20% of my time doing more like analytical type of work um, to inform other decisions and probably like another 20% around strategy and really like 60% is just executing, you know, whether it's creating emails, setting up workflows, you know, creating decks for webinars or, or things like that. So there is uh, kind of a... Not even, but a good, you know, distribution of, of the different types of work that one could do in marketing. Um, but I, I will, like, block out specific times over the course of the week to make sure I do, like, go in and
0: look at the work
1: that we have done and figure out what has been working and what isn't.
0: Definitely. And, and that 25% must be very, very fascinating. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, there's... So we use HubSpot and we're fully invested into it um, so we're able to look at a lot of different kinds of data um, not just in our crm but marketing and our like customer support and you know product feedback surveys and things like that so there's a ton of different things to look at uh so given what you know our our objective is or what we need to accomplish at that time there's there's just a ton of things to look at
0: yeah so you mentioned you look at hubspot are there any other tools you use to analyze the data coming in and then it- I want to ask a follow up. How do you use that data to actually inform your sales process and bring in more leads? Right, right. So, I mean, HubSpot is like the main tool that we would use for something like
1: that. where um, We're really trying to unify marketing and sales. So, for example, like one thing that I'm working on right now is better behavioral targeting for inbound leads. So what I need to look at is what is it, like, what are those behaviors of leads that are leading them to become customers? And so because we're in the data collection phase uh, of our HubSpot lifecycle, we've just been collecting data over the last year and a half to be able to better inform these kinds of decisions. Um, You know, these, these large questions of like, what does a good lead look like? Well, now we have the data. Uh, to be able to answer that. So, you know, I'll look at things like the original source of a lead, you know, whether it's organic search or paid social or a referral or something like that uh, to figure out, you know, what are the ones that end up being customers? Or I'll look at, um, you know, the type of forms. Are they they downloading like a report? Are they accessing a webinar? Are they just signing up for a newsletter? Things like that. Um, And providing different scores accordingly uh, based on how valuable that is. Um, to them ultimately becoming a customer. And then once we figure that out, we get the scoring right, we can better help sales prioritize who they reach out to. We want them to reach out to the warmest leads right away. Then there's there's a ton of different things you can do once you figure out like, okay, here are the behaviors, um, here's the scoring that we're going to put in place.
0: Definitely. I would love to learn more about exactly what behaviors you're pulling, but I don't think we have enough time for that. There's a ton.
1: There's a ton of things that people can do.
0: So uh, let's shift gears a little bit, Connor. I want to talk about the listener now. So there might be people listening who want to get into marketing analytics. They've heard about it. It's a booming industry. What What are the qualities that you would say somebody should be building in order to enter this field and get a job like yours? So
1: I mean, working in a startup is very different than being of a much larger company. Being in uh, a marketing director role or or similar like manager type of role in a startup, it's it's important to know what that 30,000 foot view looks like and be able to operate in that perspective. And then an hour later, you need to go into the on the ground, in the dirt kind of view to get really granular. Uh, Being able to switch in and out of those uh, is really important in a startup because your day is different every single day. You'll spend all morning, you know, figuring out like A-B testing some subject lines and figuring out what like landing page copy is working and like getting really into the data and figuring out what's what. And then later in the day, you you may have like a product strategy meeting and you have to think about like, okay, like, like how do we want to sell this product? What are the emotional and functional benefits of this product? Like what does the customer care about? Um, those are like kind of larger conversations that it's just a different way of thinking. And being able to switch in and out of those is really important.
0: Yeah, so the things that I that I picked up were the ability to zoom in and zoom out with regard to strategy versus execution and, and analytics. Um, that's a very key uh, skill to build um, as well as time management, Yeah. dealing with the different... Um, You know, priorities of each day, and they and they change all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, you'll go you'll go insane if you're not able to prioritize your work. Um, Even though you have those small teams and communication can be really simple, it's very easy for people to like get misaligned um, and maybe working on the wrong things at the wrong times or things like that. So, having a clear understanding of what your work priorities are is really important, and that's an ongoing thing. You know, you want it to align to goals and be able to to backtrack from there. Um, but prioritization is is just an ongoing difficulty in marketing. That's just the nature of the work. So being able to block out your time effectively and really focus on, like, this is the work that I need to get done to accomplish X, Y, Z. Yeah,
0: I feel the same way in my job. There's so many different requests coming in all the time. You have to know what to put at the top of the list. So we're trying to advise a listener who might be interested in getting into a marketing analytics role how can they train themselves to to get that skill of being able to focus on a vision and, and going out and executing it? I think it kind of just comes down to communication, right? Like
1: assuming this person is part of a is part of a team and they may not be the person at the top, um, you'll want to have clear defined goals that like everyone agrees on and then having goals that drive those forward. I mean that's to me that's, the most important thing to ensure, like you get alignment, everyone has a clear understanding of what they're working on. Because then, once you have those, people can go and go in and do what they do best.
0: Definitely, I really love that answer, and I think that that's something that somebody can take home with them and say, "How's my team aligning around goals?" Do we change what we focus on every week? or do we really keep the same thread week to week on what our grander vision is that we're building? Mm-hmm, right. And that perspective itself will help build that skill set that it requires to run um, something as busy and uh, you know, complicated as, as an entire marketing machine.
1: As a marketer, especially in a startup where you're often like the only marketing minded person, like I work with some really smart people, but they're not all marketing minded. So they don't have the same passion for marketing as I do. And at first, like, that was really frustrating to me because I couldn't, when we were in the office, I couldn't, like, bounce some ideas off of people. I could, but, like, I may not get that kind of, you know, like, face-to-face, like, deep thought, whiteboarding session type of thing that, like, we marketers so very much love. And I had to then look, like, for other sources. So you have to, like, have that curiosity to say, like, okay, like, I'm – I need to learn about these topics like i want to learn about these topics and then finding the resources to do so it's not always going to be the people in your company especially in a startup so you need to find that community of people or you know there's a billion books and podcasts and different things like that a you know, master class could probably help you one way or another um there, there's just a ton of things so i mean back to the question around like qualities curiosity is probably more important than like having the mental capacity to have a vision you know you need to Be curious, you need to want to do something, you need to uh, figure out your own path to work towards it.
0: Yeah, I mean, marketing analytics as a field is evolving as we can collect more data and understand behavior um, in more precise ways. That's what turns me on to marketing so much is, Mm -hmm. is being able to understand behavior and refine the sales process, the products, the experience to match what the user is really looking for. At the end of the day, that's what we're in charge of, is making sure that the user has the best buying experience with the company. And it. And we're the first line of defense to make sure that that's happening. Yeah, I mean, marketing touches
1: pretty much any point in a company. I mean, it can. In most companies, it doesn't. But I would argue that marketing should be involved in nearly every... It should be involved in every customer related decision
0: maybe except for accounting yeah no i don't i don't
1: don't want to be anywhere near that that that, i'm so bad at math that's way over my head
0: i'm surprised myself how much math factors into my work right now i'm experimenting with probability of conversion on different websites Mm -hmm. and using that to score our web pages and understand where we should be driving paid search and i think that's that's a really interesting way that math can blend with the marketing analytics Yeah. So to summarize the the skills that somebody can build to prepare themselves for a career in marketing analytics, definitely organization and prioritization are very important. Constantly being curious and and reading about the latest developments in marketing analytics and getting that community together where you can learn from other people. Being able to zoom in and out and trying to adopt that executive mindset where you're in, a, you're in a meeting, planning a product, like you said, that you're developing a year from now, uh, but then you know, the next hour you're, you're looking at deep analytics on, on behavior and conversion mm-hmm. and, and trying to tailor a website based on it or a sales process. So um, the ability to move between 30,000 foot view and, and on the ground views is extremely important. And then I feel the same way in my role right now. Mm -hmm. I want to shift gears a little bit. Um, Still for the listener, what are some of the books or podcasts that you listen to that you would recommend somebody listen to, um, to kind of add to their knowledge, you know, base?
1: So I listen to a bunch of different marketing podcasts. Um, I listened to the MarTech podcast for a long time. I like that one a lot. The Growth TLDR podcast is really good if you're more like growth focused pivot is a really good podcast that's just more of like general business but what it's what's really helped me that podcast has really helped me think more critically just about business in general
0: that's really interesting if i could add i, I like to read the marketing brew ah uh, marketing brew we yeah. love
1: we love marketing brew
0: yes yes you actually got me onto it well you got me onto morning brew yeah i remember so that So it's come full circle yes yeah. yes You know, I want to add one more thing that people at home can do if you want to learn more about marketing analytics, and it's to look at your own behavior online. Mm -hmm. Try to be more cognizant of it. People are paying to get ads in front of you every day. Try to see how when you query something, you type a a question into Google, look at at what shows up in those ads. Companies are paying for those ads. So you can actually learn a lot just by observation of yourself as a consumer Mm -hmm. and if you're interested by that, if you start to notice, oh I really like how these are tailored to my questions and and how I learned about a new product that was available because it popped up on Google at the first or second search result um, or this display ad or or something. Recently I noticed on Twitter there were some tweets that were promoted. Um, One was from a very corporate company. But it was a very relatable tweet, and I liked it, and I had never liked anything from the company before. Mm-hmm. And those kinds of things, they all pay for. I mean, those are marketing analysts that are that are pulling the data that supports those strategic and executional decisions. Mm-hmm. So... Um, just try to be more aware of your own interaction with marketing uh, online. And if you're interested in that, that can teach you a lot about what's going on right now on the cutting edge of marketing analytics. Yeah, I mean,
1: you're you're your own best research tool.
0: Yeah. So I think that that's a good amount. Uh, I think we can wrap here. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you again, Connor, for sharing your background and the latest on marketing analytics. Yeah,
1: happy to chat anytime.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I'm Alex Safranis and this is Marketing Analytics.